The night was black. The sky, the horizon, the earth, everything was black for as far as the eye could see. Standing by the ship's railing, feeling the sea breeze pick up her hair and toss it softly around her face, Amber was aware for long moments only of the enormity of the sea by night, of the total blackness that seemed like an aching void, mystical, frightening, and still enchanting. Then she began to hear the sounds, little sounds, soft, muffled, furtive. They were so quiet that they took some time to penetrate the fog of her absorption, and when they did, it was their furtive and sinister nature that made her whirl around at last. And then she recognized the sounds, of course. They had been made by a small boat coming to rest beside the ocean liner, by the stealthy climb of men up to the deck, by footsteps. She hadn't been alone on deck. Senator Daldrin had come out much as she had to stare out at the night. But he was no longer alone. Stop! Amber shouted. Stop! Help! Shouting made no impression. She threw back her head and screamed again, loudly, desperately, with all the strength and will in her being. Her fingers dug into the ship's railing, and she prayed that her screams would be heard over the beating of the drums from the nearest lounge. The wind caught her scream, lifted it, and carried it away. The only ones who seemed to hear her were the dark wraiths now moving so fleetly toward the black-jacketed form of Senator Daldrin. Stop! Amber shouted again, her heart pounding like the muffled drumbeats. She tried to sound indignant and assertive. Leave him alone. Who are you? What are you doing? Help! Leave that man alone, or you'll be arrested. The swift, furtive wraiths ignored her. Where had they come from? She wondered with amazement. The Alexandria was out at sea, far from any port. The black-clad figures didn't seem real. They were creatures from the void of the night, imaginary, illusions. It was easy to imagine things here, for nothing in the world was like the darkness of a night at sea. Not even the cruise ship's elaborate lighting could dispel that darkness for more than a few feet. The men were not imaginary. They were real, and there were four of them, large, anonymous in their black sweaters and jeans and ski caps. They didn't even glance her away, and yet, as she watched them in dismay and astonishment, she felt the icy finger of fear slide down her spine. These men were nothing so soft as illusion. There was a cold-blooded determination and purpose to their movements. Senator Daldrin had turned. He was a handsome man, tall and silver-haired, dignified. He saw the four figures coming toward him, and his eyes widened, the only sign of alarm that he gave. Amber, get the hell out of here, he roared to her. Get out? She couldn't. She was the only chance of help the senator had. She had to stay, had to do something. Stop! Damn you or I'll... Amber began, her fingers laced tightly around the railing. Stop or else what? What was she going to do against four men who'd had the ability to board the ship straight out of the night?
She spun around then, looking toward the lights of the aft lounge. Michael, she thought. Michael Adams. Michael, where the hell are you? She wondered feverishly. Sometimes it seemed that she had seen no one but him since she had come aboard the Alexandria. Or perhaps it was just that his presence alone was so quietly dominating that she saw no one else when he was near. Or maybe it was because she had been slowly falling in love with him. No, not slowly at all, and maybe it wasn't love. Maybe it was just the shocking, shattering attraction that pulsed all around them whenever they met.